Flip over to Proverbs chapter number 1. Proverbs chapter number 1. I'm going to share the burden of my heart. Hope it will be a blessing and a help to you. We're going to start by just reading one verse of scripture here. And then I'm going to... uh, I'm going to try to draw out some thoughts about wisdom tonight. So, wisdom is something that's lacking in our society today. Would you not agree with me? It's something that is in steep demand and and nobody really knows how to get it anymore. Um, But as Christians, we know where wisdom comes from and it's certainly not from the world. Proverbs chapter number 1 verse number 20 says... Wisdom crieth without, she uttereth her voice in the streets. Let's go Lord in prayer and ask his blessings and help in the service. Pray that, uh, pray that the Lord help me tonight to be able to preach uh, in his will. Lord, we come before you tonight, God, asking you, Father, to touch, Lord, the reading of your word. God, would you move and, and help us, Father, to glean some wisdom, uh, God, from the Bible. God, would you help us to... Uh, be honor, honoring and glory in your name here tonight, Lord. God, we know that our wisdom comes from you and nowhere else. God, I do pray, Father, that you would touch my lips, Lord. Help me, God, to be able to get this thought across, Lord. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So, this verse here, it says, Wisdom crieth without. So that's the title of the message tonight. Wisdom crieth without. Um, as we sit in this church house holding wisdom in our laps, each and every one of us, uh, we don't have to look very far for it. But as far as the world's concerned, wisdom's on the outside. And it's shouting, trying to get people to come and listen. Wisdom is something that cannot be ignored, but it can be disobeyed. God gave us a Bible for a purpose, and that was so that we could learn of Him. And without the reading of the Word of God, there's no wisdom had. Would you agree? Solomon is the writer of this here particular book. Who was Solomon? It was David's son, right? And he was also what? The wisest man. He was the wisest man that had ever been, okay, other than Jesus Christ. Is that a little hot? It's a touch hot, ain't it? He was the wisest man that ever was. So we ought to be able to glean some of his knowledge for our benefit tonight. Would you not agree? Now, Solomon is writing to his son here, okay? He's, He's imparting wisdom and knowledge to his son. And he tells him, wisdom crieth without. Every day, now, me personally, I've got to where I don't even flip the news on. I don't turn it on. I don't watch it. I don't like it. Uh, But every day, you see on TV, people just turn it down around their own ears. Okay? They have no wisdom. They have no knowledge. They have no guidance. And in so doing, wisdom stands outside and and yells and tries to get their attention but nobody's inclining an ear to hear 
I want to share these few thoughts with you. Verse number 21, let's read that. It says, She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates. In the city she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. So in verse 21 we find a place of prominence. Wisdom, if you look for it, is always where you can find it. (laughs) It puts itself in big, bold letters. Okay, Wisdom is something that we don't have to go very far for us. But just think about all the preachers that's come before. Think about all the, the path, the trailblazers, the path leaders that's come before. They've, they've stood in places of prominence. They've preached God's Word. They've tried to open the eyes of the blind. And yet still there's people stumbling around in the darkness. Even when you have wisdom in a place that's lifted up so everybody can see it, not many incline their ears to it. The Bible tells us that there will be a famine of hearing of the Word of God. That's where we are right now today. This day, as we said inside the walls of this church, the world itself has shut its ears to the Word of God. So that's, that makes it our burden to go out and share it with them. Not everybody can get up in a place of prominence, but you have a place of prominence in your school, on your job, where you buy your groceries. There's always somewhere, a stage to be set for you to share the Word of God with somebody. Always. It's been a few years since I got to do it, but used to, I'd, I'd go up on the, the square and preach. Okay? That is, I mean, not everybody in here is a preacher, but for those of us who are, that's a good place to start. Go up on the square and share the Word of God. A place of prominence. Where people drive by or walk by. Okay? But it says here, She crieth in the chief places of concourse, in the openings of the gate, in the city she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Have you ever seen a time where people hated, and I'm not talking about disliked, hate the Word of God. They hate the preaching of the Word of God. They hate the mention of the Word of God. They hate the book itself. They don't want you to talk about it. They don't want to hear nothing about it. They don't want to see nothing about it. People scoff at it. They mock it. That's that's, That's not nothing new to us, but it's getting worse though. They don't want wisdom anymore. They would rather be blind in their own ignorance than to learn anything about God. And that, that's a sad statement, but that's where we are in western North Carolina, Yancey County. That's not, we're not talking about Asheville. We're not talking about down the mountain. We're talking about our county. People don't want to hear it. They'll stop their ears up. They don't want to know anything about God. So we find 
that wisdom crieth in a place of prominence. In verse 22, we find a petition of principles. Verse 23 says, Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make, I will make known my words unto you. Here we find a proposal of progress. Wisdom doesn't just tell you that you're doing wrong. Okay? It gives you guidance. It changes your path if you'll let it. Am I right? Here a few, a couple, two or three weeks ago, I I preached on out of uh, Psalms 119, the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And without that light, you stumble in the darkness. This is, this is how we learn, okay? As a Christian, we mess up, we learn from it, okay? The lost and dying world, they mess up, they don't learn a thing because they don't have any wisdom. And wisdom will guide you if you'll let it. Right here. Right here in this Bible, okay? It says, turn you at my reproof. What's a reproof? Somebody tell me. Correction. Okay? Let's, let's do a little demonstration. Trey? No. No more guns. No. Bad Trey. Now, I know that correction's not going to go anywhere. All right? That ain't, that ain't going to do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Monica agrees with me. That ain't going to stop Trey. Just like smacking my hand telling me not to make knives or buy guns, that's never going to happen. You know, that, that's, that's just not going to work. But reproof. The Bible tells us that the, all scriptures is good for reproof, rebuke, and, and it's good for doctrine. But nobody wants to look at it. Nobody, nobody cares. Even, listen to what I'm telling you, even in a lot of our churches in our county, people have got to where they don't even care about what the Word of God says. They don't care. And that's people that's sitting on church pews every service. They don't care what the Word of God says. They will blunder through their life and all they're waiting on is, is Jesus to come back. And they don't care what the Word of God says. But, as Christians, we're called out. The Bible says, come out and be ye separate, saith the Lord. We're supposed to be different, a peculiar people. We're not supposed to be just like everybody else. So if you're sitting in this church tonight, you ought to listen and, and do what the Word of God says. There was a proposal of progress made. She said, uh, it says, Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. It's not something. The Bible tells us that God giveth liberally, giveth wisdom liberally, and abradeth not. He's not going to fuss at you for wanting to learn more about Him. Okay? He's not going to put you down for wanting to learn more about Him. If you pray asking God to give you wisdom on a situation, guess what's going to happen? He's going to give it to you. But what about the people that are lost? See, that's more what, these, what this Scripture is more geared to. We're going to find that in verses uh, 24 through 32. But as Christians, though, 
If we do not heed wisdom, we failed. As Christian, would you not agree? If you're not listening to what the Word of God says, you failed as a Christian. The word Christian is to be Christ-like. Did you ever see Christ not heeding the Word of God? No. Because He was the Word. So He was always following the Word of God. He was about His Father's business. We ought to be the same way. It says, I will make my words known unto you. But now we're going to find in verses 24 through 32 a pronouncing of penalty. Verse 24 says, Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no, more, and, and no man regarded. But ye have set at naught all my counsel and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh and desolation, as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would, not, they would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof, Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. That's a whole lot of, that's a whole lot of damnation that we just wrote, read there, wrote in your Bible. What are you saying, preacher? If we don't share what's inside the pages of this book. This is what's coming for our family, our friends, our neighbors. This is what's going to happen to those people that we know, that you and I know, okay? People that we see on a daily basis. Because it said that they would seek me and I wouldn't be there. They wouldn't be able to find me. If it's, if it's ever been a time for a Christian be, to be well acquainted with what's in this book, it's today. And if there's ever been a time when a Christian ought not to keep their mouth shut all the time and just walk through life, it's now. We ought to be sharing the Word of God as, as often as we possibly can. That's the reason I'm so happy that Bradley had them, them banners made. That, that pleases my heart. You don't see it very often. You don't see billboards that's got stuff on it as often as you used to. Now there are a few out 26, but you get farther away than 26 and you, you ain't going to find nothing. <laughs> and if you do find something, it's wrong. <laughs> Heretics put it up. Apostates. This destruction that's spoken about right here, this can be avoided by sharing God's Word. Now, it, don't, it might not be no skin off of you, but what about your lost loved ones? What about them? Is it going to make you cry when they die in a horrible car accident and you had opportunity to share the gospel with them and didn't? 
Is that going to make your heart sad? I know it sure would mine. What about that friend that you've neglected witnessing to? Are you going to be real sad when they overdose, die in their sins of a drug addiction? What about that coworker that tells all the dirty jokes that you know is going to bust hell wide open? And you're their friend. Is that not going to make you sad? When God calls their number and you had opportunity after opportunity to witness to them and share the wisdom of God with them and you didn't? My soul, folks. I know this ain't easy preaching. Trust me, I'm the one doing it. I know it's not popular preaching, but it's needful. We need to be about God's business. Why? Because it's so easy, this destruction is so easily averted. It's so easily dodged. Gotten away from. It's something that takes seconds to share the Word of God. And you can save somebody from this destruction that the, the Bible's talking about here. Just a few seconds worth of witness can save somebody an eternity. An eternity in hell. Is that not worth it? Swallow your pride, your backwards, uh, bashful ways for just a minute. Share the Word of God with somebody, anybody, a complete, total stranger. Witness to them. Because if, if people like you and I don't, guaranteed that the, the rest of these Christians ain't going to. Okay? They could care less. Why, why are you saying all this, preacher? Well, let's, let's read verse three, 33. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. We find a promise of protection. Wisdom is something that is, it's really at a premium. There's a whole lot of book learning in this world. A whole lot of man's knowledge that yeah it might earn you a dollar or two but it won't get you nothing in eternity you won't earn a single dividend knowing how to do thermal mathematics in heaven it's not going to get you anywhere okay it's it's not but knowing something about what's written in god's word can earn you eternal dividends And think about all those people that you could share what you know. You get good preaching every time that you come to church from behind this pulpit. Bradley Boone's son, about as straight-laced Bible preachers I know. All right? And we get fed every service, do we not? There's no reason for us to just sit and get fat on the Word of God. No reason for that. We ought to be sharing that stuff. Okay? Because there's a day coming when it'll be too late. It'll be too late to share the Word with someone. Either God will call our number or that person that we was going to witness to's number. I've got three or four people on my heart and mind right now. Right now, this minute, tonight. That I need to go talk to. What about you? Are you just going to let wisdom cry without? 
Or are you going to take it and share it with somebody? Honest. If it's not us, who's it going to be? Are we going to wait for Turkey Cove to win Western North Carolina? Are we going to wait for Pleasant Valley to win everybody in Yancey County? Or are we going to do something about it ourselves? Share the gospel ourselves? Make a difference? I know I've harped on that a lot. About every time I preach, I mention sharing the gospel. But we were given a commission. If you're saved by the grace of God, you don't have an excuse. But preacher, I'm bashful and shy. I don't care. God don't either. God wants you to share the gospel. That's a promise. Don't expect the preacher to do it every time. Me and Trey and Gabe and Bradley, Gary, we, we could reach people, Colton. We can reach a whole lot of people. But we're a handful. We as a whole are a church full. If you're depending on us to share the gospel every time it's shared, there's going to be people that we don't reach. I don't, I don't work where you work. I don't know a lot of your family. I don't know your friends. But you do. And you have opportunity. Don't waste it. God's given us time. Okay? COVID's more or less a thing of the past, alright? Get out. Don't hide under a rock. Go witness to somebody. It could be the difference between eternal life and never-ending torment. Share the gospel. Do you agree with me tonight? Are you going to try? Are you going to try to share the gospel with somebody? Tell somebody. Tell anybody. Walk up to the next stranger that you meet and share the gospel with them. We need to. In our Sunday school class, we're learning, we're learning why we use the King James Bible. Okay, that's, that's what we've been studying for a month and a half, two months, I guess. And we're trying to figure out just exactly why we use the King James Bible. I believe that would be a good thing for everybody in here to do a little study on. Why, why you use what you use. Um, and maybe, I don't know, maybe one day we'll do a church study on, on why the King James. Bradley's preached a couple messages on it. But it goes way deeper than you think. You might know somebody that's using the wrong version and they might be drinking from a polluted well. And they don't have the wisdom because it's, it's chopped out. It's, it's gone. The wisdom of God has been removed from those versions. But we have the right Bible. We have the one and only God as our Savior. And we ought to tell somebody about it. Ought to. I've skinned you hides. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. This is what God wanted me to preach on tonight. When wisdom does nothing but stand outside to cry and is unheeded, we've messed up. We've messed up. God's done His part. It's us who's failing. It's a failure on our part and the hearers 
that don't heed it. So don't make it be a failure on your part. Do your part. Take up your cross and walk. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't throw nothing at me. I'm just the messenger. All right. Everybody stand. We're going to be dismissed here in just a second.